everyone. I hope you are staying healthy and safe. This podcast episode comes with a video interview. If you would like to watch the video interview, you can find the links of the interview in my episode notes. You can watch it either through my YouTube page or my Facebook page called Words of Heart Podcasts. However you choose to listen to it, I truly hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Words of Heart. In today's episode, we have the privilege of speaking with Sonia Frontera. I may have pronounced your last name wrong. Um, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Dion. Awesome. So, Sonia, if you could tell my listeners a bit about yourself, that would be great. Well, I am an attorney. I have been practicing for 26 years and I have my private practice in family and immigration law. And my true passion is to empower others. And I am also an empowerment trainer and author. And my my second book was recently released and the title is Relationship Solutions, Effective Strategies to Heal Your Heart and Create the Happiness You Deserve. And uh, I just want to inspire people to turn their adversity into opportunities for personal growth. Oh, I truly, truly admire that. And um, you mentioned you um, practice immigration law. Um, is that um, specifically close to your heart? Because um, I don't know if many people practice immigration law. To be honest, I didn't even know that was a real thing. Oh, yes, there's a lot of immigration lawyers, and it is it's a huge area of practice, uh, especially now that we have a change in administration, and there's going to be a lot of different changes in the law. It's going to be very happening. Interesting. Okay. Because um, obviously, that is a huge um, issue in our world today, immigration and equality and racial equality of all statures. And um, my grandmother on my father's side um, was, well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, this would classify it, I think. Her, her and her mother um, grew up in, well, born in Puerto Rico, but um, I think when my grandmother was either three or four, they um, moved over to New York City to the Bronx. So I can understand um, that dynamic a little bit because that's really how my my father got born and then fast forward to me being born. So um, I have a little bit of heart when it comes to immigration because that's sort of how my family came over to New York City and came into their own. Yeah, and that is the case for pretty much, uh, except for Native Americans, everyone who lives in this country is an immigrant. And by the way, I am Puerto Rican myself. (laughs) See, we're already good friends because we have Puerto Rican blood in us. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So um, you didn't mention you wrote a book. Um, Could you um, explain how that book came to be? Um, a little bit, because um, it's one thing to, I'm sure, practice law and be a life coach, but to actually put that into a book um, is a whole different medium. 
Well, I always wanted to be a writer since I was a teenager. I wanted to be a writer and I actually studied journalism was one of my majors in college. And I, I kind of felt bad that I never really got published and uh, just the stars lined up later in life. Uh, when uh, I became disabled with a migraine disability, I decided to open my own legal practice and have more flexible hours and control my schedule better. And when I had the flexible hours that opened up the door for me to do something uh, different. And I decided to write a book and I was inspired by a retreat I, I went on. It was a women's forgiveness retreat. And many of the participants were still reeling from, from past divorces and in the marriages that they found themselves in currently at the time. So I thought that would be a good opportunity for me to bring my experience uh, as a divorced Catholic, as someone who struggled and trying to exit a toxic relationship. So it was really a way for me to bring to the world my experience personally and professionally and try to use it to help others. So that's how the book came about. My first book uh, was first published two and a half years ago. It was called Solve the Divorce Dilemma. And it was a book for women, but men became interested in the topic. And I decided to create a gender neutral book and that's how Relationship Solutions was born. And it was published uh, in, at the end of 2020. Awesome. And considering um, the year that it, your um, second book finished, um, how has that helped with, um, with like promoting it and putting it out there considering 2020 was a year no one had anticipated in regards to the pandemic? Well, actually, it was not the best timing to, to publish this book. And curiously, another person from my alma mater was elected president, like within a week of publishing my book. So that kind of took a little bit of, uh, of the, uh, the buzz away from it. But it's, it's a very important topic right now because with COVID, a lot of couples are having problems. We are stuck together at home, uh, whereas we complain about not having enough time together before the pandemic, we went from not enough time to too much time together. So a lot of couples were having uh, difficulties and, and divorces skyrocketed uh, during the lockdown. So the book is very timely and it's, it's very useful for couples who are finding themselves at that difficult crossroad where they have to decide whether their marriages can be saved or if they need to move on separately. Right. Um, this pandemic did um, bring a lot of changes into the mix as far as um, quarantine and um, isolation and shutdowns and things being so um, limited. So you're forced to actually be in a, like a household or a building um, for long periods of time. So that could bring about some stress and um, anxiety in regards to how to deal with that because usually you have an escape you go to the gym you go to the pool now you can't go to the gym can't even go to the pool really <laughs> so um I admire you um for publishing your book in such a unique um time 
um, to publish any book specifically in this um, pandemic season because many people have no idea how to handle this, um, myself included. So um, they have to resort to other means. And the fact that they're able to utilize your book to try to figure out what is the best um, way to handle this. Um, I don't wanna change who I am, but I also wanna succeed in my marriage. So what's a good compromise to how to go about doing this? So um, I truly admire you for giving a way for young couples or any couple for that matter to go about how to handle um, their relationship during this time. It's very much needed because couples are having trouble adjusting to the pandemic. And now we're going to have, you know, return to normalcy little by little. And it's time to reevaluate your relationship if you're still together and try to understand whether the difficulties you are having are associated with a pandemic and all the stresses that came with it, as opposed to having problems because the marriage was in danger before the, ban the pandemic to begin with. So I think that for couples who were, were having trouble, being stuck together might present those challenges of additional friction, but I think for some couples, it might be helpful to have spent more time together and uh, take the time to uh, reevaluate and rekindle their relationship. I can tell you from my personal experience, because I am remarried, uh, the pandemic uh, brought me closer together with my, my husband and uh, we had the opportunity to do more things together. Uh, whereas before we were both very busy. My husband worked very long hours. He was away from home most of the time. And now we, we have more time. And I just hope sincerely that couples that found themselves in that situation took the opportunity to do more things together and especially look for the kinds of things that they did when they first started out in the relationships. Because when we first get together with someone, we enjoy being with one another. We don't necessarily have to do anything uh, outrageously uh, fancy or expensive. It's just being with one another. And I just hope the pandemic gave them the opportunity to try that over. All right. Um, you did mention this um, a little bit earlier about helping others um, through adversity and finding a way for them to grow and prosper and that they're obstacle is really more of an opportunity um, that can help them instead of deter them. Um, do you mind elaborating a bit on how you go about helping others do that? Uh, sure. Uh, first, I chose this, this topic of divorce because it's near and dear to my heart and it's very much connected to my profession as, as a divorce lawyer. But in general, adversity is really the best fuel for transformation because we get so complacent when things are going well, we're just comfortable and uh, we don't want to make any changes. And when we don't make any changes and we, we stay where we are, we just don't grow. So um, I, I want to empower people who find themselves having difficulty uh, to be able to reframe things because the way we react to, to a situation is something that we have complete control over. So I try in my books and my writing and my workshops to help people reframe the way they see their problems. 
see how this problem can can prompt them to look back at their life to evaluate where they have been how they have ended up in this situation so they can use it as a as a starting point for changing their lives and creating something new and something that's going to be worthwhile and that's going to bring their gifts to the world wow i truly admire you for helping others um, come to that realization and clarity because, um, and this is on a personal level, I'm just giving some further insight into me. Um, before I was diagnosed with diabetes at the start of the pandemic, oh, I can't believe I say that. I just happened to get a health condition during the greatest virus in the world. Of course, it's not the greatest I've, I've done don't mean it to be the greatest. That was a bad choice of words there. But to have any health condition during this unfortunate virus um, is absolutely crazy. And um, I apologize for saying it was the greatest just now. And my heart truly goes out to everyone who's been affected by the virus um, as well. Um, but back to the point at hand before I made that bad choice of words there. Um, I got diagnosed with diabetes at the start of the pandemic, which was not the best time to have any type of health condition and or virus. Um, but before I was diagnosed, the idea of change wasn't appealing to me at all. Mm. I hated the idea of change. You couldn't pay me $1,000 to do anything that involved change. I absolutely despised change to every fiber of my being yet it took probably the biggest change I've ever experienced in my life um being diagnosed with diabetes to actually embrace change really because I had no choice mm -hmm. um if I hadn't been diagnosed with diabetes then I could have died Another change that I, for one, am very glad I didn't have to experience, and I'm pretty sure the rest of my family glad they didn't have to experience that, because I'm pretty sure any death in this season was not easy for anyone because they couldn't get any type of closure. So for me to die during this pandemic would have been really unfortunate, but um, I didn't. I'm still here. So... Um, change and growth, as you eloquently put it, um, I really experienced a great deal of that during this particular season and um, really had reflection and shaped me and my experience being diagnosed, everything before I was diagnosed, all those um, interwoven together into shaping me into who I am currently now or meant to be. And if it wasn't for that diagnosis, then this awesome podcast wouldn't have started. So there you go. There's a blessing. I like to say that health problems tend to be wake up calls. They, they prompt us to examine our lives and uh, make positive changes, whether it's in our habits as to how we eat, whether we exercise, it's an invitation to better ourselves. And also, and, and you're young, but uh, for many people who are, you know, older than you are, it's an invitation to re-examine their lives and what's really important in their lives and what is not. 
and and to make some changes like spending more time with their families or work less hard and and play more and do those things that bring them pleasure so when i i see that people are going through some health challenges i i sometimes see it as a blessing and in fact i've had some health challenges of my own and they have brought with them some blessings so you really need to be on the lookout for the blessings that are encrypted in whatever adverse situation comes your way Absolutely. Um, so I do have that icebreaker question. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to stump you because you seem like you're already kind of familiar with my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it really throws me off the hose when my guest is actually familiar with my podcast because that shows you're an actual fan and not just a guest, which actually warms my heart even more. Um, so um if you could have any superpower that's not flying or teleporting, many people pick teleporting when they say they can't do flying, but it's the exact same thing. So you you could have any superpower that's not flying or teleporting, what would it be? And feel free to have some fun with it since I know your head is bothering you. <laughs> okay. Um, hmm. I think... I would like to be able to multiply myself. And but I, what I mean by that is like be in more than one place at the same time okay. and be able to do more things. Like they say some saints, uh, like St. Martin the Porus, who was actually uh, had a Puerto Rican, I think he had a connection with Puerto Rico himself. Um, he could be in more than one place at the same time. So I would love to be able to do that and, and, and just extend myself and do more with my life. Uh, okay. I don't think I've heard that answer yet. So that's an interesting answer to multiply yourself so you can do more to help others. That is a beautiful answer. The answer um, I would go with, um, it's not exactly a power yet, but I feel like it would be one in the future, um, would be the power for this podcast to be heard across other galaxies that have yet to mm. be discovered. Yet to be discovered. They're not even discovered yet. <laughs> so you want to be at all the galaxies, known and unknown, or yet to be known. Yes, yes. That sounds like a great goal. <laughs> Intergalactic broadcasting. But that sounds yeah, like fun. It would be fun. So, Sonia, as fun as being in multiple places at once and being on Mars would be awesome. We're at the end of this awesome conversation. Um, do you have any social plugins or any gifts you mentioned um you might have a fun little gift for my listeners before we wrap up here sure the best way to connect with me is by visiting my website which is www.soniafrontera.com and there you will find links to all my social media on facebook twitter youtube and linkedin and you can also send me an email. I love to hear from readers. And I have a special giveaway to five lucky listeners. The first five uh, listeners who are interested and ask for them will be receiving a copy of the ebook of my most recent title, Relationship Solutions, Effective Strategies to Heal Your Heart and Create the Happiness You Deserve. So if you're one of those couples that is struggling during the pandemic, 
and are undecided or going through a divorce, I can help you. So claim your copy. Awesome. And Sonia, um, I'll be, you'll be emailing me a code or a link for my listeners, right? So yes. I can tie that in. Absolutely. Okay. So I'll be sure to tie those in listeners. Um, thank you again for joining me today, Sonia. This was a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for having me, Dion, and congratulations on your podcast. I hope you can reach, if not <laughs> galaxies, everyone on planet Earth. Thank you. To all my listeners, stay healthy, stay safe. Um, my sincere apologies for my bad choice of words earlier um, about the pandemic. I usually um, do not make any bad choice of words when it comes to the pandemic because I take it really seriously. I understand many people have been severely affected by this pandemic and my heart and prayers go out to every single person who's been affected by it in some way. And that is a real huge part to why I started this podcast to begin with, to help others get through this unfortunate season a bit better. So again, my sincere apologies for that bad choice of words earlier I made. Again, at the end of the day, I just want to help others and make this season a bit bearable. So stay healthy, stay safe, and until next time. Bye. Hello, everyone. It is your heart warrior, Dion here. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode of Words of Heart. If you like this episode and would like to leave a rating slash review, please do not hesitate to do so. You can leave the review slash rating on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. In addition, if you would like to let me know right away your thoughts on this episode, you are also welcome to leave a voice message right here on the Anchor app. I hope you enjoyed this episode and have a wonderful day.